Good morning, everybody. We have a mixed to higher trade in the grain markets here early on Thursday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. July corn futures up five cents at 6.63 and a quarter. Uh, December corn up six at 5.45. July soybeans up five cents at 15.43 and a quarter. November soybeans up four cents at 13.73 and a quarter. July Chicago wheat up two and a half cents at 6.81 and three quarters. July Kansas City wheat down three cents at 6.30 and three quarters. The spring wheat market up up two to three. If you guys are listening on the podcast, as always, really appreciate it. Leave me a review. Leave me a rating if you have not already. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button. I'm only um, 60 or 70 subscriptions away from hitting that 2,000 mark, and that's kind of the goal here. Uh, remember, as always, guys, if you need some additional assistance from me, uh, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan here in the upper right-hand corner. For $49 a month, I offer a subscription service. It includes my morning email, which goes out every business day at 6.30 a.m. Central Time. It includes my text message service. Uh, Subscriber-only videos and content are included now. These have been incredibly popular. Um, I go through a, a lot of stuff uh, that is, is grain marketing specific, a lot of educational type stuff, a lot of more in-depth type stuff, um, any sort of consulting that you might need. $49 a month, build to your credit card, cancel at any time. Uh, you can't beat that, so certainly check it out. To get into the headlines here this morning, China bought even more U.S. corn yesterday. This is not a repeat of uh, uh, the story from yesterday morning. USDA reported that U.S. exporters again sold 1.36 million metric tons, that's 54 million bushels, of uh, new crop U.S. corn to Chinese buyers. This puts total Chinese purchases of new crop corn just in flash sales to 9.5 million metric tons since May 1st. That's 375 million bushels. U.S. exporters have a record book of new crop sales uh, right now by a wide margin seasonally, given these enormous and very early purchases. Uh, USDA is projecting that China will import 26 million metric tons of corn in total during the 21-22 new crop marketing year. Uh, That's the same amount that's being projected for the current marketing year. So USDA told us in its initial new crop balance sheet projection that China would in fact be back for uh, U.S. corn in the same way next year as they were this year. And uh, these early purchases uh, suggest that they may be very well correct. Chinese soybean imports from Brazil rose sharply in April. Customs data revealed that China imported uh, just over 5 million metric tons of Brazilian beans in April, up sharply from from 315,000, which is like nothing in March. Uh, That March number was delayed because, you know, they had a late harvest in Brazil. They still had a monster crop, but they did have a late harvest. Um, You should see Chinese imports of soybeans from Brazil uh, continue to be very, very strong uh, this month uh, when they come out with customs data next month. Uh, Brazil harvested the biggest soybean crop that any country has ever harvested. Um, there's, there's, It's gonna keep the US non-competitive uh, probably through US harvest this fall. Port workers in Argentina are on strike halting grain exports. Port workers are uh, saying that a lack of COVID vaccinations among their members is the reason for the strike. They said that the strike will run until late on Friday. Uh, these labor issues in Argentina are very commonplace. They happen every year, if not multiple times per year for one reason or another. Um, They've also got logistics issues in Argentina. They've got low water levels on their river system, uh, which has resulted in reduced load capacity and all sorts of messy stuff for exporters. U.S. ethanol production almost back to what I'd call normal. 
EIA reported weekly ethanol production at 1.031 million barrels per day, up 5.4% on the week, uh, still down 3.6% versus the same week in 2019. But this is the first time that weekly ethanol output has eclipsed 1 million barrels per day in what I would call the post-COVID era. It was March of 2020 was the last time we were above a million. Margins for U.S. ethanol producers generally positive despite high corn prices. Ethanol prices have surged as well. Gasoline usage was up 4.8% on the week, down only 2.2% versus the same week in 2019. So uh, we're driving it almost a normal pace here, very, very close. Ethanol stocks were up marginally on the week, but remain at their lowest level seasonally since 2014. So it looks like the U.S. ethanol producer has a lot of incentive to increase production. Um, you know, maybe we come back down the next week or two, but that's that was a really good looking number. The Kansas Wheat Tour continues to report strong crop potential. The Wheat Quality Council pegged the HRW wheat yield in the southwestern portion of the state at 56.7 bushels per acre, up sharply from 47.6 in 2019. Uh, there was no crop tour last year. Uh, yields reported on Monday for the northern portion of the state were also well above last year's uh, tour, or, or the 2019 rather, uh, tour findings. So they are reporting some phenomenal crop potential in Kansas. And again, I said this yesterday, I'll say it again today. The tour is two weeks later this year than it had been in previous years. And I'm, I'm not saying that that their analysis is bad or anything. I'm just saying that uh, if the crop's further along, could that affect the, the estimates? It's, it's certainly a possibility, I guess. The Fed may consider tapering its asset purchases. In their minutes released yesterday, Fed officials said it might be appropriate at some point to consider tapering asset purchases. So it's, it's not that they're considering it. It's that they, they may consider it at some point in the future. Uh, the language in these Fed statements is always uh, very interesting. People follow it very closely. Uh, equity markets did fall following their release. The Fed uh, currently buys $120 billion worth of U.S. Treasury bonds per month. And the Fed's now sitting on a, on a balance sheet that's near $8 trillion. It's more than double the pre-COVID size. Uh, Fed Chair Jerome Powell said following the release that the economic recovery remains uneven and far from complete. Um, we had some more estimates for the Brazilian corn crop out yesterday, and AgroConsult, which is a well-followed private group, pegged the crop at 91.1 million metric tons. That's the lowest number I've seen from any well-followed group. Um, they, they dropped their estimate for the, the second corn crop by 15% from their March estimate. So with CONAB at 106.4 and this group at 91.1, that's a difference between the two estimates of like 600 million bushels. So, you know, in all likelihood, it's probably somewhere in between. But uh, there's there's a lot of uncertainty regarding that Brazilian corn crop, uh, certainly. We've got export sales uh, this morning. Corn sales should be phenomenal given these flash sales to China. Uh, wheat, uh, uh, wheat sales are, are going to be 75 up to 500 old and new crop combined wheat set or soybean sales rather expected to be um, somewhere from zero up to maybe five or six hundred the uh, cattle market yesterday it's kind of a mixed bag cash cattle nothing exciting 119 to 120 and some light trade again uh, the box beef market up marginally the outside markets the S&P is down seven the Dow is down 115 uh, gold's down nine bucks US dollars down a little bit crude oil is down 74 cents in the uh, I'm sorry July WTI now down 68 cents at uh, 62.67 the bonds up a little bit everybody have a great day I'll talk to you same time tomorrow